a salad for lunch, uh, just tomato and croutons. Uh, actually, it was one really big crouton uh, covered in tomato sauce and ham and pineapple. Okay, it was a pizza. Thanks for joining us today. You're listening to Laugh Again with Phil Calloway. I was a skinny kid. So skinny that I needed suspenders to keep my speedo from falling down. So skinny, I was swimming in a lake one summer and a dog came out to fetch me three times. My mother used to scrub laundry on my ribcage. People looking for a toothpick at the dinner table, they'd grab me. I think you get the picture. I can laugh now, but it took years to discover any humor in my scrawniness. I remember as if it were about an hour ago, the time a beautiful girl in our school rode past me on her silver bicycle. She was gorgeous. She looked my way, her brunette curls blowing in the breeze and and staying on her head. And she shouted, hi, skinny, as if that were my given name. I would rather she had leveled a potato gun at me and pulled the trigger. I suppose I became a writer partly as a response to the enormous humiliation of being teased as a child. A sense of humor and my ability with words were the only weapons in my arsenal, so I kept my wit sharp and my tongue forked. In elementary school, a classmate broke my thumb with a hockey stick, threw snow in my face, then laughed as I cried. His name was Ken, but I called him other things, things I am not proud of. I told him things of which he had no idea, things involving his family history and his future. I knew he was going to break my other thumb. Instead, he quickly skated away. I realized something wonderful that day. Sticks and stones can break bones, but words can shatter something far deeper. In high school, an upperclassman named Larry approached me in the hallway and said, Calloway, you're so skinny we should slide you under doors when we need stuff, or something like that. I couldn't think of a gracious response, so I said, well, you're so fat you broke your family tree. He was stunned. I was on a terrible roll. I said, you're so fat, you bend over, you cause an eclipse on three continents. I couldn't stop myself. I had thrown my tongue into gear before engaging my brain. You're so fat, you beep when you back up. I thought he would murder me, and the jury would unanimously acquit him. Instead, the color drained from his face as he turned and walked away. Words. When I realized I could wield them like a sword, I dreamed of becoming a writer, of writing best-selling novels jammed with humor, sarcasm, and revenge. Ken and Larry would beg my forgiveness then. I knew they would. Two things stood in the way, a praying mother and a father who promised me a watch if I read one chapter of Proverbs each day for a month. I began to encounter verses like, Reckless words pierce like a sword, and the tongue that brings healing is a tree of life. Someone informed me the other day that I've now written almost 30 books. I have written each one of them on my knees, praying that God would somehow use the stories I tell to change lives. Miraculously, he answers that prayer in the most surprising ways. I was speaking about God's amazing grace at a large convention recently. There were thousands of people there. When I stepped off the stage over to my right, guess who was waiting for me? Ken. He gave me a bear hug until my ribs squeaked, and we stood there talking about God's grace and where we'd been all the years. There were tears on his face as we talked. Ten minutes later, guess who came through the crowd? Larry elbowed his way through a group of people and opened his arms. I kid you not, there were tears in his eyes. They were in mine too. Two bullies and a skinny kid standing together, amazed by grace, on even ground at the foot of the cross. Isn't God good, said Ken, taking my right hand and squeezing it a little bit too hard, I thought. (laughs) How's the thumb, he asked. Never better, I said. Never better. 
We all love a miracle story. So this Easter season, let's rejoice in the most wonderful miracle in all of history. Our Savior conquered death and made a sacrifice that changed everything. Because He is risen, we can enjoy an intimate relationship with God that will last forever. Isn't that a cause for celebration? Happy Easter! And remember, you can support this ministry of hope and joy at laughagain.us. Laugh Again, truth bringing laughter to life.